you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Around the NFL Podcast. Making America great again. Welcome to another edition of the Around the NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Colleen Wolf, and I'm joined by a room filled with some heroes, Mark Sessler and Greg Rosenthal. What up? I mean, that money drop put me in a salty in a uh, weird place place leading into our nation's uh, independent celebration. Oh. Well, I don't know who chooses those, but I, I would agree with you. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least this certain show, it's a special one. It's it's really, I think, going to put everybody in a good place <laughs> uh, where they are in their lives. It's our best of edition. Woo. Yeah, get excited, baby. There we go. Well, it's just it's a couple segments. You know, we're gonna be taking we're taking literally a couple segments. Yeah, Monday and Tuesday we're off next week, and so we thought maybe for some people who haven't been keeping up with us all off season long that we would highlight uh, a few of our favorite segments of the off season, including uh, a fun uh, goodbye at the very end to our our long lost and lovely producer, Sidney Carlson. That's all well and good. I, my only concern would be that whenever an, someone puts out like a best of hits, like a singer, it's a total mail-in job. And secondly, when the when you were young... It and, can't hurt, like, though. But when they'd have like best of silver spoons or best uh-huh. of different strokes, it actually had value because you didn't have access to these shows. Sure. you could. It, it was up to the TV station to decide what episode they give you. So when they cobble it all together, it was a nice kind of collection of memories. These podcasts are so easily trackable and downloadable that you could easily go find That's fair. the episode that this came from if you want to. But if, if, you're, if you're that lazy, we've, we've put two together for you, and, and here they come. Well, should we come in and just do a podcast well, instead? No, no, I'm not <laughs> suggesting that, so it's fine. I mean, you know. but people, there's a lot of podcast episodes that go through this offseason if you haven't been listening every time. And it could take, you know, let's be honest, some post-show grades that weren't all A-minus. Uh. Right. 
Well, I don't want to cater to anyone that's not listening to to non-completists. I don't cater to them on the show. (laughs) This might be the last podcast because the on the last podcast that's our producer Sean Sullivan. Hey, 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 guys, hey, guys. Uh, Last podcast, uh, Greg was gonna go round up uh, firearms, fireworks, and and beer, and we're right. We're gonna celebrate. That's true. We may all be in prison as we listen to this. Yeah. I I hope you have bail money (laughs) somewhere, like socked away somewhere, because I don't. I was once bailed out of the Orleans Paris prison. You were? Uh, by who? Uh, by a friend. I was, friend. That's I was bailed out of the Wildwood, New Jersey. Mm. Oh, we need to hear these stories. By who? <laughs> that's next on My the... My aunt and uncle. Okay. That's next on More the detail. Getting Out of Jail podcast. <laughs> but for oh. now, I think we've got some great segments. <laughs> yes. Let's get to it. Without further ado, our best of. It is time now. To bring it back, you're the GM, and this is a game we um, we we did it for the first time last March, and we figured now with free agency really died down, and, and teams are now uh, maybe starting to look more toward the draft and and what pieces were there still holes as we start to head towards uh, before you know it OTAs in about a month. So, is it a month or is it just workout? Is it? It's all the same. Whatever. Teams are going to start working out next month. Uh, it's crazy how it works, but here we go. <laughs> they they got to start figuring out who's going to be on their team in 2017. Correct. So the GMs. Brock they, Osweiler, first-string quarterback. They all they all talk to each other. They all talk to each other. Uh, so we're going to pull back the curtain and um, let you know what, it, uh, what it's like. And, uh, Mark, why don't you get us going? You can tell us who you are portraying, what GM, who you are calling, and let us know which one of us will portray that other GM, and then we'll let the listeners know um, what that conversation entailed. All right, I will be playing Brown's executive mm. VP of operations, Sashi Brown. Mm-hmm. Listeners should know a year a year ago at this point, Sashi turned down a deal that would have gotten him Matt Ryan. Oh yeah, in this very it, game. over yeah. some haggling between a first or a third round pick, and in retrospect, good thing you weren't writing a column about him. <laughs> right. <laughs> In retrospect, Sashi might have just wanted to go get that quarterback back right. then. So, well. Mark, as Sashi turned down Matt Ryan to move down around, now you have a chance to redeem yourself and Sashi in a big spot. I, I am calling up the Patriots for one very obvious reason. Mm. We're not going to let this happen again. So let's dial up the Massachusetts area code and speak to Bill Belichick as played by Dan Hansis. Okay. Bill Belichick's office. Please hold. It's Bill. Bill Sashi Brown right out here in Cleveland. You know, your old stomping grounds. You got to be kidding me. We've done some deals before. Yeah. I got you Barkevius Mingo. Helped bring you a Super Bowl title. That went very well. Are you being a smart ass? Hold on a second, please. Sashi. <laughs> Sashi. Linda. Sashi. <laughs> Sorry about that, Bill. A lot going on here. Phone ringing all the time. Listen, we, I think it's out there. We, we The Browns need a quarterback. <laughs> Okay. I think it's the least you could do for us is to listen to my offer. I will listen. I will. This this is it. I'm listening. 
Uh, I got to get on seven rings in, in a few minutes. But you got me for now, Sashi. Let's start. Sushi? We're going to go with Sashi, please. <laughs> okay. Okay. We're going to start right here. I'm, I'm going to give you our highest number two pick this year. And on top of it, you know, you've got one of the great line coaches in the NFL, Dante Scarnacchia. I'm going to help bolster your offensive line with uh, a couple of players here. I'm going to read them off. You taking notes? Uh, I'll do what I want. Second round pick plus left tackle Joe Thomas, left guard Joel Batonio, <laughs> offensive lineman Spencer Durango, center J.C. Treader, lineman Zach Sterup, lineman Marcus Martin, offensive lineman Austin Ryder, Interior offensive lineman Gabe Eichard, guard John Greco, guard Kevin Zeitler, who we just signed, X first round center Cam Irvin, and tackle Austin Pazer. As a bonus, we'll also throw in Sean Coleman. Bolstering your offensive line, you get a second round pick, you give us Jimmy G. We'll pay for the plane ticket. And the 18 plane tickets that I've, the people I'm sending your way. Um, question. Hold on a second, please. Sashi! <laughs> Sashi. Sashi. We're back. What's going on in Cleveland? <laughs> you seem a little distracted, and maybe that explains that awful trade offer. I have one of the best offensive lines in the AFC with Skarnacki. Skarnakia. I call him Dante. Uh, I don't need more offensive linemen. This makes no sense. You're, you're, not, you're bad at your job, Sashi. And I, I, you know, I think you should take what I, I say to heart because I'm quite respected in these circles, and you're completely overmatched. <laughs> it feels that way at this point in the conversation. Can we get Jimmy G away from you for anything? This has to happen. You understand the Browns. Where, what's your starting point? I do understand the Browns. The Browns fired me. The Browns embarrassed me. And I will never, ever do anything to help them. Ever! Ha, 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 ha! Really took a turn for the worse. That did not a go terrible, well. A terrible. It's a scenario. bad situation. It's a bad situation. I thought Austin Pastor would have put it over the top, but no. that's what I was thinking. <laughs> so, there's a lot of linemen to deal with there. What would he? I w- to, d- to do with that. I kind of yeah. I wonder. I wonder if Sasha was on any mind expanding agents before he made that phone call. It feels possible. <laughs> All right, Wes, you're up. I am Titans GM John Robinson, and Greg is Seahawks GM John Schneider. Ooh. Exciting. Hello? Schneids, Robbie here. Put your shirt on for this one. I'm excited. Everything in Seattle's exciting. Look, word around the campfire here in GM circles is that you – are willing to trade that ne'er-do-well, Richard Sherman, who spends most of his time undermining the coaching staff, threatening to ruin reporters' careers, and yelling at his teammates. Mm. If, if the price is right, I hear he's available. Look, we've got two first-round picks. I'm willing to give you the 18 and a conditional fourth-round pick in 2018 for Richard Sherman. We need a shutdown corner here in Tennessee. Mm. Why 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 are you trying to downplay our guy as you're trying to trade for him? Why are you trying to trade for him if you think he's Everybody know, everybody knows why you have him ass. on the market. He's too he's a pain in your ass right now. What what are what are the conditions? You just say conditional fourth round pick? I want to know these conditions. <laughs> if if we go to the playoffs, you, it moves up to a third. 
Oh, that's good. interesting. Nice. Mm. nice. <clears throat> There's just like a peanut gallery on the line. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice move. I like it. I, I'm going to need more for that because I got to tell you, Richard Sherman's still a great cornerback. He, he's a big personality. That's kind of how we roll. I I got to I got to admit I get a little bored around here sometimes. I kind of like seeing Pete go after these players, big personalities. Like that's what we do. We're a zoo. The number 18 pick for a top top 10 pick, top 20 pick in the draft? Nah. What top, it, top 10 cornerback? Nah. I'm going to upgrade the conditional to a conditional third runner that can go to a second mm. if we make the playoffs. And look, you might think we're a cute little operation down here in Nashville. We're a team on the rise. You better respect us. <laughs> We're going to the playoffs. Is this a threat, John Rob? Is this a From threat? One John to another. I've been in this business for a while. You just kind of came in as a GM. You see those pictures of me in the locker room with the shirt off? You only do that when you win titles. Mm. I'm keeping Richard Sherman. Forget this. Wow. I thought that had a chance to happen. It's the last time I called Greg in a fake conversation. <laughs> Greg surprisingly hard to negotiate with on a trade. <laughs> Richard Sherman worth a little more than that. What was the trade again? I got a little caught up a in the first, a first round pick, number eighteen overall pick, and Maybe. a third rounder I, that can get up to a second. Round. I would have taken that. Mm. What a twenty-eight, twenty-nine year old corner making eleven million that. a year. It's a good deal. Honestly, you don't think that's a tasty deal at all? I feel like you guys could have hammered, could have that hammered out a it out. Bit. I, I would have taken that deal. This I, he told me to respect him. It was kind of it's similar. That was like, a got little a little ugly. Similar yeah, to what weird. happened last year uh, <laughs> when I listened to this podcast again. Feelings got in the way. He told me to respect him. I was I was kind of leaning towards taking it, and then thought, "Who's this John Robinson guy? Uh, you know, he he only gets hired because uh, you know ownership can't find anyone better." That was based on uh, Michael Lombardi said on the Ringer this week that mm. that the Seahawks are willing to trade Richard Sherman. Mm, interesting. All right, next up, Wes, um, this is something you've always wanted to do. He's going to come back into the picture now. You will be playing Bill Belichick, and you are getting a phone call from none other than Big Mac. It's not even going to answer. Belichick here. <laughs> Bill, I got you. Yeah, I'm here. Big Mac, the Mac Man, Mike McCagnan. Uh, who Respect are you? me, please. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> I'm another general manager in your division. I I'm employed by the New York Jets, your former team. I mean, I was with them for five minutes, literally. Wait a second, you, Bill. Do you really forget that you were the off- the defensive coordinator <laughs> in 1998, 1997 through 1999? <laughs> come back to us, Bill. <laughs> off to a good start. I'll never come back to you. <laughs> literally, please come back to us. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Big Mac here. You know who this is. You know who this is, b- <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go, and I'm being dead serious. I know, I know, I know, I know you would never trade Jimmy G to a, a – well, I was going to say rival, but you don't view the Jets as a rival. Let's be honest. For, for 20 years, you've been getting the upper hand on the Jets – um, and I know that right now, one of the problems, and I think one of the reasons why you have not traded Jimmy G to that bum Sashi, first of all, he's a total Lothario, cannot focus on anything. <laughs> I heard about the phone call you got where he offered an entire offensive line while he was in the middle of a, a coitus session. That was weird. Is that what the was whole, going on? The whole league's talking about it. 
So you don't want to do business with that guy, and I get that. So let me. Just, I'll never talk to Sasha again after that bizarre phone call. I mean, Cleveland's never been in a worse spot than they are right now. See, we're like bros. We can rap. <laughs> Big Mac here. Big Mac and the Big B. Anyway. I only rap on Snapface. <laughs> All right. So, Bill. And you're going to think this is a joke. But think about your long-term future with the team. You know Tommy Boy has got another five years. And I want Jimmy G. I want him. I want to swoop in. No one thinks that you would trade him. What's the thing that the Patriots do? They do things people don't expect. Trade me Jimmy G. And this is what I'll give you. And, and don't snicker. Th- take this seriously. You could choose literally any player currently on my roster. That's not. That's the starting point. That's the starting point. <laughs> I've <laughs> seen your roster. You can. <laughs> Sexy. Don't laugh at me. Yeah, let me let me try to pry away Matt Forte from you. Um, listen, I'm talking. You know, you can get Mo Wilkerson, Mo Wilkerson motivated Leonard Williams. Hello, mm-hmm. you know you can do damage with Leonard Williams. Darren Lee's a great young linebacker. I got some great. skill. <laughs> I got some skill on this on this team. <clears throat> anyway, so that's just the starting point. Any player, let's make him Leonard Williams, all right? Lenny Williams. Mm. A first-round pick, 2017, 2018, and a conventional third-round pick in 2019 that becomes a first-round pick if the Jets reach the conference title game in the next two years. And you send me your backup quarterback that you don't even plan to play for the next three to five years. First of all, your instincts are correct. I don't see you as a rival. <laughs> I never have. That hurts my feelings, but go on. Uh, but here's the deal. If I trade Jimmy Garoppolo to you, we view him as a future superstar. That's when I'll start viewing you as a rival. Mm. And I have traded Drew Bledsoe with him in my division because I knew he was washed up. Look, we had him here. He's a fine guy, makes a great wine, but he was done. And I knew it. I wasn't afraid of him. I am afraid if Jimmy goes there, the Jets – Tom Brady could go down – and all of a sudden, the, the balance of power shifts in that division to the team that does have a quarterback. It is a it is the most tempting offer I've gotten. Certainly more mm. tempting than the one for 17 offensive linemen. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it is a very far, fair offer. And I have much more respect for you as a, as a man and general manager. I will no longer act like you're not even in my division anymore. But I can't I can't take the deal. I can't I can't prop up the Jets as a franchise with an actual quarterback. Bill. And I, all that I appreciate, but I have to tell you, if I don't get a quarterback, I'm going to get fired. <laughs> I need this. Get Big Mac some French fries. Get Big Mac a shake. You reek of Give desperation. Big Mac his special sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my Jimmy G. Hang up. All right. Oh, listen, Belichick, tough negotiator. I he thought is. he might take that. That was a good deal. No, we're trying to win Super Bowls, not collect first-round picks. Okay, next up, Greg. Hmm. All right. I'm going to be Tom Coughlin, <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars. That's mm. <laughs> the GM's not even making the call out of Jacksonville. Nope, oh, that guy. <laughs> nope. He's basically Howie Roseman in 2014. And uh, I'm going to call old uh, Steve Kimey. Steve Kime, played by Mark. Kime bomb? Kime. Kai Machine here. Kyrie. I'm back. Who's this? This is Tom Coughlin, your old pal. Oh, my God. We're just a couple football guys. I'm back in the league. Can't Why are you it. making the calls out of your organization? What sort of chaos oh. is unraveling in your, in your, in your team? Give I'll, me a break. I'll tell you why. Off to a nice start here. 
I got old. Uh, I got old Caldwell. Old, you know, go uh, go look at some rookie quarterbacks, buddy. You know, nice. I'll, I'll be sure to read the report you write up. Special project, Caldwell. These guys are crazy over here. I came down here. These guys think Blake Bortles is it? Blake Bortles, nice quarterback. We got to win this game. They, they think they've won some Super Bowls around here. They haven't won five more than five games since 2011. You know how hard that is to do in the NFL. That's how it was when I got here before I turned everything around. Tom Coughlin. Tom Coughlin doesn't mess around with 5-11, and 11, and so I've got a deal for you. I think you're going to want to listen to this. Time after time. Unroll it. Carson Palmer's, he's at the end of the line. Maybe he's thinking about retiring. That's your opinion. He was thinking about That's retiring. That's what people said about you. He was thinking about <laughs> retiring. Larry Fitzgerald was thinking about retiring. You're, you're in a pickle. I just was watching the old NFL Network. One of the best guys out there, Chris Wessling, says your window is closed, Kaimi. You've had a rough offseason. This Jermaine Gresham contract, it's time to reload. you got some nice young talent. Give away, trade away. <laughs> a couple guys at the end of the line. Carson Palmer and Larry Fitzgerald. Short-term solutions. Here's what I'll do for you. I'll send you back Blake Bortles. Just so you have someone. Oh, my God. I know, I know Bruce. He's great with the big-armed young quarterbacks. I'll send you Blake Bortles. I'll send you Alan Hearns. Nice young Wide receiver. He's a guy who's going to be around for a little while. And I'll give you a second-round pick in this year's draft, too. You're trading me two guys who aren't even going to be in the NFL. I can't stand this whole five-win nonsense with Blake Bortles this year. There's no chance we're going to win games. You help me out right now. I'm getting old. I can't wait around. You are old, Okay. Huh? You reek of desperation. <laughs> Uh, Kai Machine don't play that. I don't know who this Chris guy is from a football website either. <laughs> Are you coming out with a very bizarre argument? Damn. You're going to tell me that you're essentially trading me Alan Hearns and a non-functional quarterback for a Hall of Fame receiver, and you don't, you don't listen very well to what Bruce Arians said a few years ago, that Carson Palmer can play deep into his 30s, maybe even longer. You guys think he's done after this season. He, nice try, buddy. you got to sweeten the pot. You're going to give me your biggest problem. Mm. That's the trade you're coming up with. Blake Bortles, then what do I do? How do I sell that to the people in Arizona? I think your medications, you know, they're kind of colliding. You guys, <laughs> you're going a little soupy over there. This guy Palmer, you didn't even know if he was going to play anymore in the middle of January. You got to start thinking about the future. I'll, all right, I'll tell you what I'll do. I, I, you got, you, I'll change it. I, I, you got two more minutes with me. Tom. I'll change it up. Change up your Allens. I'll give you Allen Robinson. I'll bump up that draft pick up to a first-round pick. Hmm. You're leaving me with no quarterback. You're giving me a first-round draft pick? Giving you a first-round pick. You guys got a lot of young talent there. You're not winning with this Palmer Fitzgerald thing. I got to win. This guy, Sean Khan, he wants to move where the team picking? to London. Where, where are you picking this year in the draft? What number are you at? I'm up high. <laughs> oh, you should probably know offhand, but if you don't, that, that leaves Four. me only more concerned. I'm in the top five, baby. You're giving me this year's first-round pick. You're giving me Allen Robinson and Blake Bortles. <laughs> For these two players, deal done, baby. Wow. Wow, we got a deal. <laughs> wow. All right. Am I crazy I, to take no. that deal? When he sweetened the pot with the first round, this year's first round, or Jacksonville picks where? I think they're... I think, you just, I think you just had the time of your life in a big spot. <laughs> Coughlin just got fired. Took if, advantage of if, old if, Tommy boy. If you believe if you believe internally, if you're Arizona and you say, I think we maxed out with this roster, getting rid of Fitz and Carson who aren't going to be there next year, 
And now you just, you know, Bortles, it's a project, obviously. Robinson's a number one wide receiver, potentially. And you got a first-round pick, and you trust your draft process. I had a shaky draft last year, if I don't, uh, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Oh, it was, it was shaky. But you got David Johnson in the third round the year before. Like what I did there. Or the second round. Was he a second round? Kime drives a hard bargain. Wow. Kime did a nice job. Tom is desperate. You know who should get uh, needs- Steve Kime? The Browns to trade all those draft <laughs> assets to get Steve Kime. Well, <laughs> you know, I, as someone who supports Sashi Brown, I don't feel I did him any favors with this, this uh, segment, but maybe he'll return. I have a, <laughs> a quick one before, before we go around. Um, uh, Greg, you're going you're gonna to play Chris Greer of the Dolphins. Okay. And I will be uh, Chris Ballard of the Colts. Hello, I'm Chris Greer. <laughs> Who's Chris Greer? Hi, I'm Chris Ballard. Do you want to come over? Uh, hey, M- Mikey T. Mikey T, can I go over to Chris Chris Ballard's house? Oh, yeah. He says I don't really do that much around here. I can come over. I got a cotton candy machine. I love cotton candy. What's your favorite type of frog? <laughs> what? Culture and fine, fine hands. <laughs> Something about the Ballard, man. I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. <laughs> All right. One more time around the horn now. All right. Mark, you're up. I am... Saints something or other, Mickey Loomis. <laughs> Dialing up. <laughs> Ted Thompson is played by Christopher Wesley. All right. Thompson here. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Three rings, guys. Mickey Loomis from down in New Orleans. How are you, Pelicans? I got doing? a lot on my mind. I'm, 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 I got a lot going on. I got, I'm trying to juggle two teams here. I can't, Have I gotta, you won a game since you traded for Boogie Cousins? I don't know our record. I'm not, I, I got to make a deal. There's a lot of pressure on me. Sean Payton is trying to get Malcolm Butler. He's going to oversell for that. I, I need. He told me we got to get this defense, which has been historically awful. I haven't thought about the Saints defense since, I'm not kidding you, 2010. I, believe I have I've not thought de- about them once. I've seen your got, defense, and it reflects your thinking. I got too much going on in the mind. New Orleans is a crazy town to try to have a full-time job in. I think you can understand where I'm coming from, Ted. I, I got to do a deal. Will you listen at least? I'm, I'm here for you. I know you don't like off-season maneuvering, but this could, do, this could be good for you too. They're calling you inactive, that you just go to sleep in March. Here we go. I'm going to give you running back Mark Ingram. You need a running back. You just lost Eddie Lacy. I'm going to give you New Orleans Pelicans point guard Drew Holiday and power forward Anthony Davis for, in return, Clay Matthews, Packers game day broadcaster Wayne Larravee. We have a a hole there, and the guy knows basketball too, and offensive perimeter coach David Ray. I need that guy too. What do you say? Ray of light. Teddy, you there. I got to make this happen. Wes actually writing these down. Yeah, I got the Ray guy. Come on. Well, I don't I'm not very active in March usually so I do have to write this kind of stuff down. Uh you know what? It's a deal. 
It, it's a deal. You, people don't know this about me. I am a huge NBA fan. I'm a big Bucks fan, and if I compare the Greek freak with Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday, we got we got a team here in Wisconsin. It's a deal. Clay Matthews. Thank you. Look, have fun with him. He hasn't made a play in two years. Thank you. I'm not going to watch a Saints game all season, but they're going to love this Clay Matthews business. I'll go tell Coach Sean Payton, you, you sure it's a deal. We're good. We're good. I'm hanging I, up the I stone. Am, I have always had a soft spot for the Milwaukee Bucks, I, all the way back to the the Dandridge days, Jack Sigma, Paul McCaskey. Let's do it. My day is done. Thank you, buddy. Anthony Davis, now a member of the Milwaukee Bucks. I, I like it. I think the next phone call is from Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. All right. Wow, I can't believe that one. I know Thompson with able to help out the Buck Bucks. Didn't, Everyone didn't wins. Um. All right. <laughs> Mark, you will be portraying Texans general manager Rick Smith. Mm-hmm. And uh, ooh, sassy. And you will be getting a phone call from Broncos general manager John Elway. Texans general manager Rick Smith on the line. Rick, it's John Elway. Mm. I don't, you, you know. Your worst nightmare. Yeah, I mean, this, <laughs> is, this, is, this is not the call I was hoping for. What's on your mind? Let me tell I got one thing to say to you. I'm not here to make a trade. If you know what's good for you, you'll stay away from Romo. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. He's damaged goods. He's barely played in two years. He stinks. You know that. He likes golf too much. Jessica Simpson? Can you say distraction? He's holding a fantasy football summit this summer. Gambling much? You won't. You don't want that guy. This is, have you looked at our quarterback roster? You know all about Brock Osweiler, the guy we lost. We have someone named Tom Savage who could be our starter if we don't have, go up to Romo. I, you got to be kidding me. We are going to go hard after Romo. Steal the Texas spotlight away from the Cowboys? You pulled this move with, with Peyton Manning a couple years ago and won a Super Bowl. Why don't we want to just do the same thing down here in Houston? I've been through eight quarterbacks. I don't, I'm running out of time here. What happened to your accent? Great question. I'm a man of many personalities. Please hold. Hold. For better or worse, All right, I'm back. I got to go. But let me just tell you something. I got some Papa John's deals to finish up. This is not a threat. But stay away. And last comment. I'm recording this phone call. Last thing I got to say. When it comes to Tony Romo, this one's for John. He's <laughs> <laughs> a competitor, that guy. Total bully. Wow. Well, I think I think that we know what the Texans are going to do. You know, look into it's the Jake Cutler business. It's interesting. All right. Uh, Greg? Finish us off. I've got no, – Oh, I've only done one. Oh, I'm sorry, Wes. Go ahead. I am Rams general manager Les Snead, mm. and Mark is Titans general manager John Robinson. Mm, back on the line. Johnny Rob here. Johnny Rob, this is Les Snead. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Very smooth. Hey, Lester, how you doing? Very I'm doing great. Look, I heard everybody's talking about how poorly John Schneider treated you when you made a fair offer for a cornerback. I thought it was very fair. I've got Trumaine Johnson here. I will give you Trumaine. Come on, Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> I will give you Trumaine Johnson for a bottle of hairspray. Oh. Hold on here. So I got to absorb basically – his franchise tag? Are we gonna? Is this guy willing to play ball? I'm giving contract. You, I'm giving you a lockdown cornerback. I, I need to know what happens after this season. We we'd have to we we'd have to <laughs> make sure that we get him on a full deal before we do this. I mean, I'll ask you for a can of hairspray. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, why would you want that? You you don't like this player. He's he doesn't fit in your system. Is that what you're telling me? Look, something feels something stinks here. To buddy. be honest with you. My franchise is the only one in the NFL that believes Tremaine Johnson is worth $16 million a year. I just want to get my hair right. <laughs> it's it's a compelling deal from a value standpoint. Uh, sure, let's do it. All right. <laughs> I would have asked him to take some of the money back, maybe. It seemed kind of like a no-brainer, though. I mean, a hairspray. <laughs> Cash to burn down in Tennessee. It's cheap. One year deal. All right, finally, Greg. Oh, this is finally. Okay, yep. I had a couple. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, you, you, I'll be. Uh, I'll be D- Bills general manager Doug Whaley, and I'm calling um, Reggie McKenzie, Oakland Raiders general manager, played by Dan. Okay. Who's this? Who am I gonna call? Okay. You're the Raiders. Okay, gotcha. Sugar Bear. Sugar Bear. Sugar Bears here. Sugar Bear in the house, please hold. <laughs> Sugar Bear headquarters, who's speaking? <laughs> oh, Sugar Bear, it's Doug Whaley. Doug, my old friend from Western New York. Oh, actually, hold on a second. All right, I'm back. I understand. We're both busy men. <laughs> I, I was just checking checking out Road World again to, to check out this new new story. It's got me. Are you bo- okay? It's, <laughs> it's got me bothered. I, I Sugar pro- worried. Are you okay? I promise you. <laughs> I saw a report. EJ Manuel. You're thinking of signing EJ Manuel. Sugar Bear Repo- likes him. Reports are out there, but it's not done yet, right? It's no, not done. not done, but Sugar Bear likes him. Sugar Bear thinks he's a good uh, insurance policy. Please, please don't do it to me. <laughs> please don't do it to me. I love this guy, EJ Manuel. You know, the coaching staff here, they don't seem to lack him ownership. No one likes him, but this guy, I, be- I believe in him. Just don't do it. Doug. Just don't do it. Oh, hold on Bear. a second. Oh. Hold on a second. Okay. Check the nine miles to Jacksonville. Driving together. Some good music. All right, I'm I'm, just please, please don't do it. I, I, I'm not gonna. I'll just. I, I'll get you back. I know that's not how it's normally done in the NFL. But I'll get. I'll get you back. I love this guy, EJ Manuel. I think if no one signs him until the draft, I can maybe get him back on my roster. Please. Doug. Why is Bill Simmons on the phone? Doug. Sugar Bear's at a loss for words right now. Sugar Bear looks at uh, EJ Manuel as uh, a sunken cost for the the team out of Western New York. Sugar Bear sees the team out of Western New York as being a problematic situation. 
with EJ Manuel. Why would you want him back? I'm going to take him. Johnny Cochran talking to Bill Simmons. (laughs) I love this guy. This is what Sean said you were going to say when I called you, too. Do you want me to get out of the EJ Manuel business? Is that what you're asking? Just leave him alone. Just leave him alone. This is my guy. Doug, uh, Sugar Bear. Sugar Bear. I'll get you back. I promise. I don't know what that means, but Sugar Bear has a heart, and I know uh, you seem to be going through some things. Sugar Bear out. No EJ to Oakland. <laughs> so bizarre. Wow. I need to figure out what song that was you were playing, Greg. I, I need to add that to the collection. <laughs> um. All right. Oh, and Natalie Ambrulia sounded a little sick. <laughs> She's been through some stuff in the last 20 years since we last heard from her. Um, there you go. So now, that, now you understand what is going on behind the scenes. Oh, yeah, crystal clear. In the NFL. It's very clear. All right. So every, anybody that listens to this podcast knows uh, the drama um, that, that has unfolded, at least in my life. Greg has distanced himself a little bit from it. Uh, but um, a quick refresher, Derek Carr, quarterback of the Oakland Raiders and brother of David Carr, um, we, myself, Dan, and Greg were stunned to learn that we were blocked by Derek. Stunned. And we didn't know why. And we're like – Big supporter of the Raiders this season. Love Derek as a player. And at, from that point, it, I, it was starting to eat me up inside. Yeah, so that's we, understandable. So we had just your... came over and asked me about it. But it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we did this. It was intimidated. You know, big network star. So Lindsay, who, Lindsay Rhodes, who is an occasional uh, uh, co-host guest on our podcast here, came in a few weeks back and we said, hey, well, you know you're tight with David over on the studio side. Right. Can you put in a word for us to see if maybe David would come on and maybe Derek can come on and we can work this out? Let's talk it out. And then I got this voicemail from Lindsay a day later. Dan, it's Lindsay. I just wanted to let you know that I've done my part to help repair the damage that you and Greg have done to your (laughs) yet-to-exist relationship with Derek Carr. I spoke to his brother yesterday. I told him that the two of you were prepared to grovel, and he seemed interested in that. Uh, he seemed open to intervening on your behalf as well. So I've given him your names. He might pass them along to Derek if he can remember them. So if you <laughs> notice that you are miraculously unblocked in the next few days, then A, you're welcome, and B, David failed because I told him to do nothing until he could come on the pod, hear out your arguments, make you grovel a little bit, and then involve Derek live on the podcast because I am all about promoting your content. So <laughs> you're welcome. You guys have a good champion there. Yeah, yeah. we do. Yeah. We love She's, Lindsay. Yeah. That was that was a good good find by you guys. It's fitting that our champion throws in four or five pot shots yeah, while she she's doing it. Shots yeah. at you. Yeah. Barbs. She a must barb you. That's good. Perfect. So, so here we go. We want to figure out uh, what we did wrong, and if you if you could serve <laughs> as as the go between. Sure. Yeah, I'd like to help. I mean, I'd love to help. You guys seem like great guys. You have a great right. relationship with your brother. Right. I mean, right? it's obviously come up in conversation at the dinner table often <laughs> when you guys are. We just often talk about out. blocking people. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it happens a lot. And it certainly appears like you and Derek have a great relationship. For the most part, we get yeah. along pretty good. Very yeah. good. So maybe you can help us here. I would like. To, I would like happen. to help you. I think that uh, having no understanding of what you guys actually put out there, I'm, <laughs> I feel like I'm a little bit in the dark. But that's fine. Um, I'll do this just out of good faith. That you won't say something stupid 
or okay. inappropriate about the Oakland Raiders or my brother or probably about his children, which maybe that's what you did because that's oh. – oh. oh. I'm just kidding. I would, we would, would never do something. You would like never that. say that. No, I, I'm just kidding. He, uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, he, uh, he, I think he'd be fine with it. I think Greg might do something like that. I would never I know. I know you wouldn't, Dan. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. So why don't, we do, why don't we now – geez, let's bring him on. Derek Carr of the Oakland Raiders. Are you there, Derek? I'm here. I am here. Oh, oh my. My goodness. Ask and you shall happening. receive, Dan. There yeah. he is. Derek uh, Carr. You guys reached out to the right guy because if anybody but my brother came to me, it would have just remained a big red X. <laughs> 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 hey, Derek, I mean, I, I know you probably want to ask him, but I'm kind of curious too. Like, what do you think they said, dude? I'm always, you know, I pretty much know if I'm going to block someone. It's like whack-a-mole. You know, you go to Chuck E. Cheese, and it's yes. going to pop their heads up. You're like, bonk, and you bop back down. But what yes. they, you know what they said? Do you have any idea? Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, he probably had good reason. No, I, I'm sure he did. I definitely, I definitely didn't do it for no reason. Yeah, uh, no, it happened. They were probably tagged you know what, in the conversation or something. Exactly. You probably got tagged and thrown into something that you just, you know, caught a right hook in between, you know? <laughs> the hook wasn't meant for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm of two minds here because, you know, I don't want to – I don't feel like I should grovel like like Lindsay said. I feel like on some level I've blocked a lot of people. You should just kind of take your block like a man, move on. You're like sure. you know, who I don't know why I blocked. <laughs> I did have a theory though that I'll throw by you. See if if this makes any sense. I I was at the Raiders playoff game. Humble brag. Uh, which you know, covering <laughs> the game, which you were you were not at. I believe you were watching it from home, and I thought maybe because the the Raiders are struggling on that day. The quarterbacks were certainly struggling. Maybe I was being pretty hard on their team. I was wondering why Matt McGloin was not getting put in. A lot of stuff. You know, I was being hard on the team that day. Maybe that tweet comes across your path that day. You're like, forget this clown uh, going <laughs> after is, my team during a playoff is, loss. Possible. It's, it's, uh, it's very possible um, <laughs> you know, that, that that is the case because those are my brothers. Um, uh, but again – uh, we still have no like real proof of why I did it. Uh, you know, the, the it's going to be uh, hard. I, I, it's going to be something hoping, that just looms for a while yeah, was, over their I was heads. Hoping to find out why. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was kind of. I think that was the thing I was most excited about, and to restore your hope in humanity that you know it was just an accident. <laughs> well, I would think I would be confident enough, and I don't have the the money, but you're you're an NFL quarterback, so maybe you could foot the bill on this. Some type of. Uh, internet like forensics uh, type person that could dig through all of the data and maybe you could uh, find it and then get get back to us with a reason what we did <laughs> yeah. wrong. He's got the time. He's clearly got the time. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm definitely not going to do that. So. <laughs> um, but I, w- I will say this, like, yeah, because it was I don't I'm not sure why I got blocked either, but I did. I will make the statement. A couple things. I am not uh, – uh, I'm far from a perfect man. In fact, <laughs> I came very close when I learned after supporting the Raiders. In fact, we do a little exercise on this podcast called The Team of Around the NFL, and I nominated the Raiders in August and pounded the table for them all year. Uh, so I was stunned and, and a little bit angry and hurt. So what I did, I came very close to doing something that I only do when I'm really angry at people, which is declare vengeance against you, Derek Carr. But then – you kept on, and this kind of annoyed me, you kept on committing random a- acts of civic greatness. <laughs> you kept on do- these like special moments where you were showing up on the side of the road like a celestial being. And I had to, I kept on having to suspend any vengeance. So that actually maybe saved us here because I didn't act 
<laughs> stupidly, and I, I showed a little restraint, and that's maybe kept the door open for a reconciliation. Uh, absolutely. And with me, the door is always open. Um, you know, the, the door is always open to fix things. Uh, we had a certain individual on a, another network that we will not give them any props for and say something completely idiotic, and mm-hmm. I let him know. Um, but to his, to his credit, he came back and said, hey, it wasn't me that did that. Um, it was something else. And so I just said, hey, no worries. God bless you. Have a great one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't mean that I'm going to go out of my way for him, but <laughs> uh, the door is always open. But for you guys, it was an accident. Oh. You got thrown into something that uh, that wasn't yours. But I, I do whack-a-mole people, like David said, yeah. all the time. Yeah, well, I know, I know Wes and I over here, we, we weren't blocked. I'm, we, I'm personally feeling a little left out. Wish you had blocked me. <laughs> Maybe so you I can say something crazy. I mean, you know, I, I might have to you. get into the mix. I wanted to be right part now. of the drama, and you apparently think highly of the two of us. So, you know, we'll sit with that. That's okay. I've never, we've never been blocked on this side of the table. No, we've we're doing never well. been blocked yeah. by Derek. I so. identify with Derek because I use the whack-a-mole, and I often don't know why I block people when they come back months later. I always figure, <laughs> hey, you tell me why yeah. I blocked you, and then we'll talk about unblocking you. That's a good point. That's exactly right. Yes. I agree with that. All right, but how about this? Uh, we propose this, and and Derek, you uh, you seem relieved that that you and Dan are doing better though. Derek. Yeah, it's, you, you know, talk relieved. about weight off the shoulders. <laughs> how about yeah. I I propose it this? Heavy. It's been heavy on my heart. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. I I'll propose this. What if we just hit the reset button? In terms of the Twitter situation, that's that I'll propose that, and I, and 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 Greg and myself, we you know. We go into this open eyes on both sides, start over uh, in terms of our relationship. Not I promising anything. Not promising that you'll, you know, be better. Yeah. But I think Derek should drive a hard bargain here and yeah, make, what if, make you promise that the Raiders will be team of ATL there, this year. There are terms there. Now, I feel like Derek okay. should offer some yeah. terms back, right? I mean, I mean that that's that's fine me. and everything. Um, <laughs> we, we can definitely hit the reset button. Um, but you have to mention uh, something nice about the Raiders every time you get on the podcast. Every time we do three shows a week, we've done over 550 shows. That's a lot of shows. That is 550 plus <laughs> Raiders plugs. I like it. <laughs> Opportunities <laughs> for great. The man drives a hard bargain. Even if it's a bad day, you got to pat someone on the back and say something nice just to spread love in the world. I think we. I think we can do that. I, I would accept those terms. And that is my main motive: is okay. to just spread love. Yeah, it wouldn't compromise the show on any level, so it it checks out. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I, I counter guess. with one a week? One a week. One one. Ah, oh gosh. I, I mean, I think that every. I think that I think if you just start saying like, "Hey, it's our podcast. Raiders are cool." I mean, I think that that just goes. Um, so it's like they're replacing our sponsor. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I guess, yeah. but I mean, it, it's not even that you have to say the Raiders. You can just say something nice about one of my teammates. That oh, yeah, no. okay. It doesn't even have to be on the field stuff. It could be like, no. hey, guess what? Random news: Khalil Mack saved a kitten today. Absolutely. Yeah. Sneak it in there. Be... So we could just make things up. Yeah, completely. Uh, right. I, I prefer the truth. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, so a truthful. Okay. Oh, yeah, you want me to? I get it. I I get your vibe, Derek. Uh, you want me to put positive things out into the world, and if it's about the Raiders, even better. Yeah, and if it's yeah. true, yeah. even better than that. Yeah, it just that three times a week it has to be about the Raiders. Okay. <laughs> All right, and who's I I can agree to this, and then maybe 
hope there's not the, the tracking methods. You know, if, what if I mess up? Who's going to be tracking? Well, I find yourself blocked again. Well, well I think no, I think I'm, I'm starting to follow the podcast. So, Derek, I can you help know. you. I can okay. help All right. you with that. I, I suspect, and I'm Budsman right here. I suspect yeah. Raider Nation will be on top of this. Oh, they will. <laughs> make, yeah. sure, make sure they're like, uh, uh-huh. no, you haven't said anything about Rodney Hudson lately. What, what's up with Hudson? That's right. And, All right. You can say whatever you want, but it just something – it takes two seconds just to spread love about, you know, some of my friends. All right. Yeah. I, I, I agree to the I mean, Terms. I agree to the terms. All right, then you can consider yourself Dan Unblocked. I just did it. All right. Wow. Wow. Feel better? I feel so good. What about Greg, though? Yeah, well, I got to type his name in. Yeah. This is a long, there's a lot lot more. A lot of G's. G R E G G. Rosenthal. There we go. G R E G. This is. I got butterflies right now. (laughs) You got to spell this one. Spell it for me. G R E G G R O S. E N T H A L. It's got a blue check mark. At what grade level did you learn how to spell your name? Like, it's a long one. Did you ever mess it up and only put one G, or did you know early on? I knew, I because I had to explain it. Just that closed down the name. No Gregory. Stop calling oh, gotcha. me Gregory, Mrs. Yeah. McFadden. Oh, I- <laughs> Enough. Staring. Harbor some ill will towards Gregory. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Derek is. Thank you, in. Derek. Greg, it's done. Wow. Wow. We've done it. Wow. We've broken down the walls, and we've start a, a fresh start. I feel yes. I feel good Fresh for starts. you guys. Yeah. Derek, um, oh, go ahead. Spread love. That's all it's about, man. Okay. Derek, yeah. I thank I like you it. and <laughs> and David. Uh, I can't say enough about you. Well, you know, I mean, it's just Lindsay started it. She came to me, and you know, if she vouches for somebody, I'm in. And then <laughs> yeah, all I, I had to do was make a call to my brother. That's easy. I, so. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I was a little uncomfortable with the intro. Um, <laughs> for David. Uh, Very fair. <laughs> As cool. we all were. Imagine being in the room. Yeah. But I, I would say that if you compliment David, that that would count as one of the three a week. Okay. Oh, oh, we can get that. Raider done. through blood. Good. We're doing but, good here. But, okay. But, but but let's just draw the line and, you know, let's not get too crazy with that one. Well, with the <laughs> handsome stuff? With the, okay. okay. <laughs> I'll cut back on the handsome stuff. Perfect. That's sort of Dan's bit. <laughs> uh, you guys are awesome, man. I appreciate it. All right, Derek. All right. Thanks, Derek. Thank you very much. Thank you. See you, buddy. Thank you, guys. All right, David, you did it. And, wow. Um, we will never forget this, and we owe you a big one. Well, you know, it's the thing that, you know, I come here, and I and I do some shows, and you guys are on the same campus, and I can't have – it's like when you have friends that are fighting. You sure. Can't, you can't have that. So you just got – I was always that mm. kid. I was like, you know what, guys? Let's just go over here and sit on the bench and talk about it. We'll figure it out. It's Next the quarterback in you. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what it is. So, You're a great you know? clubhouse guy. Yeah, so that's what we try to do here. So <laughs> Next stop, the United Nations for you. Mission accomplished. <laughs> Need a mission accomplished banner. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. You check out Derek Carr. First of all, you could or excuse me, check out well, you can check out Derek Carr on Twitter at Derek Carr QB. David Carr on Twitter. I think it's David Carr eight, maybe or D Carr eight. I don't Let's know. See. I haven't there is an eight. Yeah, don't don't do it. Don't do his Twitter account wrong already, Daniel. No, eight seconds, you, you know, go. fresh on his radar. Is at D Carr two R's eight. Uh, for David Carr, and David also is on NFL Total Access. I think they put you on other stuff, too. They got you all over there. They them. do. I do a couple of things, but it's uh, it's fun. And a good yeah. man and a fair man, and we, we thank you. We'd love to have you again on, on – uh, <laughs> Talk uh, about actual football yeah, stuff. Yeah, we'll talk about football. There we go. The Carr brothers. How exciting. What a moment. Wow. How do you feel? David exits uh, the studio, and I feel reborn. I do, and I, I, I do. I granted, I, I, like I said, I, it meant more to me than Greg, but I think Greg feels a little, bit, a little different today as well. I, I didn't know there was a weight on my shoulders, but now it's off, <laughs> and I don't even know how I'm going to focus on being able to do work the rest of the day after that. And Have you learned a little down. more about the power of forgiveness? I mean, I think versus it, vengeance. 
I, you know it's a good point, spreading love. It's, it's not to be said true. putting that positive energy out into the world, and I think we saw the difference between two quarterbacks in the four of us. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time. Now it's time to say goodbye. And uh, I hope you have boys to men queued up. Um, well, we do have something. something like we do that. have something queued up. Uh, if 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 you could, Sydney, this is your last day. I just want to end it uh, uh, a little tune. It's been seven hours and 15 days. It's pretty good. Since you took your love away. Are you doing a duet right now? (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, good God. I go out every night and sleep all day. I have the same line again, I think, here. Since you took your love away. Uh, That you've been gone, I can do whatever I want. I can see whoever I choose. <laughs> Let's swing it there. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can eat my dinner in a fancy restaurant. But nothing. I said nothing can take away these blues. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing compares. Nothing compares to, to you. you. <laughs> this this was all worth it. There you go, Sid. Yeah, that was for you. We could keep that playing underneath, but it's we time got, to say goodbye. We got through that, though. I think pretty pretty good. Well, sometimes you just think, you know, what were all the weeks and months of practice and rehearsals worth it? And then <laughs> it, all com- it all comes together. Yeah, it was like Take e- a bow, Easter still. Sunday. It was like, wait, you're going to spend time with the family. He's like, no, Colleen and I have to rehearse. Like, I don't even like to sing happy birthday. And you make me sing on the pod almost every week. Yeah, that's true. Sid, um, we're so sad to see you go, but very excited for everything that comes next. You are a four-person Mount Rushmore, and you will be missed. You, you will. You really are the best producer that we've had. We'll miss you. We'll keep in touch with you, of course. But uh, I'm glad. I'm glad we had this time, and I'm glad you're going on to, to better things. We love you, Sid. And anytime you ever want to go to Disney, I'm here for you. It's <laughs> the best offer I've ever heard. Yeah. I will be lost without you. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never get away from me, Sid. Oh my God. Ever. Oh, it's just getting emotional. And then... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sydney, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, Yeah, I don't want to say too much because I'm going to get choked up. It's fine. I'm going to miss you guys. You did it. You made me cry. There it is. A little ding would be good. Miss you too. Yeah. It's it's the end of an era. And Derek Carr, by the way, is an excellent quarterback. Yeah, the they, Raiders they should, are going to go far this year. should absolutely they mention that. great team. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sid, we love you. We really do. And we're very happy for you. And next time I see you, I expect you to be married to a blonde-haired man with, and have two kids. <laughs> She's going to come back as our boss. Yeah, we'll come back with the family. You could stay with my family um, in, in Culver City and then go to Disneyland all weekend. Perfect. All right. Good. Love that plan. Uh, all right. That's it. That's the end of the Run the NFL podcast and the end of an era. Let's face it. We will move forward, but we will not forget our great producer. That's it for the Thursday edition of the Run the NFL podcast. Uh, we'll be back on 
Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, so enjoy your Memorial Day weekend, everybody here in the States and uh, overseas. Just enjoy your weekend. Have a good time. Treat yeah. yourself. Go to the beach in Ireland. Yeah. Like one of our listeners. I love it. This is Dan Hansa signing off for Gonzo. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate this was it. great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Connie Fox, the old boss. And there she is one last time. Nothing compares to you. New Fish. money behind the glass. Nothing. See you, girl. <laughs> You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.